I can I can see how Joe Button and them do like two three hour podcasts. Like, yeah, <laughs> we be we, we we be cutting our shit in an hour and a half. I mean, we can just sit here and kick shit, bro. Why not? Yeah, no. It's the animal instinct. Look in my eyes, they see it. I walk in the room, they feel it. Told the man them start moving different with some endangered species. How many years I've been putting in work, man? I trying to get freebies. See me, they like walk on GG. Man, I speed off like beep beep. Had to get goals, had to get sways. Welcome back, guys, to MLK Boulevard. Um, this is episode three of our podcast what? this week. No, not episode, this is not episode three. three. <laughs> okay, then I will keep that in. Episode four. Episode five. Four or five. I don't know. This is episode five. <laughs> Episode five. Yeah, three of the 3D. Ah, bro, where am I? Where's my head at? I, I said 3D podcast. No, this is the MLK Boulevard podcast, oh, and I am joined by Arlington Rogers the Third, Cameron Edge, and Blake Bryson today. Um, the usual suspects. I am Manny, last Johnson. Those the my nickname. And my last Emmanuel name. Goddamn Johnson. You gonna name drop? We name drop. <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel. Yes. Manny Johnson. Manny Johnson is a crazy name. I, I can't even hold it. Yeah, Manny Johnson doesn't it doesn't work. The initials are MJ <laughs> though. I don't know why I call you Sosa, bro. I don't know why I be calling you Sosa. I don't know Manny, either. I just oh, I forgot where it came from. It I came just from let it year, but I forgot it. Yeah, I just let it go. And I just was like, all right, that's just that's the thing. And I just let it happen. Anyway, gentlemen, how has your week been? Better. Better? That's good. That's the start. Yeah. Anybody else want to chime in? I've been Gucci. Yeah. But, like, everything going on, it's still, like, damn. But, personally, I've been straight. But it's, like, when you're doing good and everybody else not that look like you, too, I be feeling shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I be feeling shitty. Okay. Bro, that's a fact, bro, because I got, you know, because I got the, uh, like, I got an offer, whatever. But it's just, like, but I, I really didn't even want to celebrate it. Like, well, he was mad. I was quiet. like, <laughs> I hit you in the chat. You said, oh. yeah, uh, offer where? Oh yeah, from Goldman. People, I don't think. Oh, that's mm. tough. Yo, that's what I'm saying. He, he talking about. I don't even know. My week is all right. My week is all right. But yeah, okay. But look, like I, I tell, like I'm, like it's like <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's to what Blake was saying. Like, like you have survivors. Like, yeah, it's cool, but it's just like, bro. Yeah, yeah, like I really feel like I'm just like, damn, like okay, I can celebrate this, but it's like, you bro, what am I like? I I owe something. Yeah, like I owe something to my people. Like this niggas out here protesting, dying, fighting, like, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm finna go be a corporate spook who sat by the door. Like, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know how to feel about another, another wrong being a, a spook who sat by the door. Though. That, that role is important. Yeah. That's true. Explain what that means for people who don't know, though. <clears throat> Uh, so the spook who sat by the door was a book about um a black man. Actually, I never read the book, so I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Somebody just said <laughs> about, but, but basically, but what's the general concept? What's the general concept? But the concept of the book is—I yeah, don't know—I don't know if he went into the finance world or whatever he went into. He was a CIA but it was a black officer. man that went into. Okay, yeah, the black man went into. He was a CIA officer. I guess he was like the only black man, and he basically infiltrated and. Uh, set up the revolution for his people. That brings me to right, an like, interesting I mean, point, right though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That be, right. that brings me to an interesting point. If you have not watched Dave Chappelle's little mini special or whatever he has out right now, 
called 846. Um, you should watch that. It will only take 27 or so minutes of your time. I mean, great little bit that he did. And I, I thought it was interesting kind of to lead into this conversation about uh, defund the police. He gave he, he told a story about uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but the, 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 the cop from the LAPD who basically was a black dude and he had a white cop as a partner, woman cop as a partner. He basically hurt him and his partner went in for a warrant arrest or something like that and someone got killed or or something like that or he he re, he reported he reported his uh partner for like assess, excessive abuse of power and you know enforce and stuff like that and he got fired um and then he like tried every legal channel to basically get back into the um police force but he was denied at everything and like Dave Chappelle was talking about in his little manifesto that he wrote. He mentioned Dave Chappelle's oh, name Chris and Dorner. all that, huh? Chris Dorner. Chris Dorner. Yes, thank you. you, Blake. You becoming like our fact checker for this stuff. <laughs> um, Chris, that was Dorner. me, bro. That oh, was that bad. was Trey, man. That my was bad. Trey. My bad, Trey. Yeah, but yes. the reason the reason why I know that is because our school uh, damn near got shut down. Yeah, because he was wow. in Big Bear. That's not too far from me. Yeah. And our school, like, they sent out, like, a whole thing about it. And we, I think it actually did get shut down for, like, a day. Wow. That was, I remember yeah, that, like, crazy. even even in North Carolina, like, I kind of remember that story, like. But they pitched it as just, like, a crazy black guy in the woods. And he had killed people, but he killed a couple cops. Mm-hmm. 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 But it was, it was interesting, the parallel that Dave Chappelle made, because he said, like, when they finally figured out where he was, that little cabin in the woods that he where he was, like four hundred cops came Big out man. to uh four hundred cops came out to like basically take him in or whatever not take him in, because they I'm sure they came there with the intent to kill him, basically. But like he was like yep. they showed up because someone a lot the one taken. And then he was like, That's why yep. people is in the streets rioting and protesting right now. Because one of ours was taken, you know what I'm saying? And this also kind of leads to the conversation we want to have about celebrities and, you know, hip-hop entertainment having a say because, you know, Dave Chappelle was the, the one who made that joke, like, who gives, who, who cares about what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this, you know what I'm saying? And he he was talking about, like, I don't feel the need to say anything even though I have an opinion in my own stance, because like the streets are talking right now, you know what I'm saying? The people are talking. My voice doesn't need to overshadow theirs. And like, I mean, oh, I, but... I agree. I agree with him, but then, then again, it's like people want to hear from celebrities. So we've seen this week, I believe is what, what uh, little baby dropped a song. Anybody and know what the else. name of the song is? Uh, uh, little baby song is called uh, uh, the bigger picture. Bigger picture. A couple and, people and, drop and, songs yeah, though. And, and Meek Mill and Meek Mill Conway dropped the song, dropped the song too as well. Uh, yeah, Meek Mill. Trey song. On that tape, though. Trey song dropped the song. Uh, to me, I didn't like Trey song dropped Why? Why didn't you like Meek Mill song? I think I'm not. I think I'm like because he didn't say Meek anything, Mill, bro. <laughs> yeah, 
I think I'm like kind of off Meek Mill now. Like I don't know. Like maybe it's his rapping style. Like the rap. <laughs> nah, the, you're tripping. The way he was rapping on there, I was just like, uh, slow the bars down a little bit. Let me hear what say you're anything. saying. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think you think it's outdated? I don't even know. It's just like I'm off of it though. People people weren't very excited, or I don't think well, people look, look. were receptive to the uh, baby. He dropped the remix of Rockstar featuring Roddy Rich, and it was like a Black Lives Matter <laughs> remix. But he didn't say anything Black Lives Matter related yeah. on it. <laughs> the song was damn near. <laughs> I think he just so, talked about his relationship so with that, with with that being. Go ahead. With with that being said, like, do we? What does that mean, though? Like, that's that goes back to that conversation that me, you, Autumn, and Cam had when we were saying, bro, do we, like, do we really need to look to the higher ups, quote unquote, to say something? Like, we can still do the work, and it's like sometimes when they say shit, it's like, bro, what was the point of that? Like, the baby yeah. did that. What was the point of that, bro? Meek Mill dropped whatever he dropped. What was the point of that, bro? Like, mm-hmm. I don't like that means nothing. Like, you're not going to like sure you at the protest um but see, are you like see, i don't want to hear my, song, my i want i like, want to hear you i want to i want to see you combat something like i want to see you talking to some organizers to to fund the organizer something so they could uh like change some policies or something yeah but yeah it's mm-hmm. like bro i don't i don't need a statement bro that means nothing to me my whole my I opinion mean, on it is like I have a I have a, conv- a conflicted view because I think it's just like the song has to hit. If the song is not good, we don't want it. One, mm-hmm. but I think like if you look back in the day, you know Cam before this podcast brought up uh, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Like these different periods have songs that mark that period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, James I was going to say that. I'm, I'm black and I'm proud. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. always good to have those things. To me. I think the best song out of the pack it was YG's song because F- fuck Donald Trump. No, he just he just like released no, a song fuck the like police. yeah, fuck the police. Yeah. Oh, it came it came out. Yeah, yeah, and they, and it was yeah. using it at protests and stuff like that. To me, that one is like less. Um, I wouldn't say political, but like to me, that's like a straightforward. It speaks more to the time. Yeah, that's a straightforward. Like that's how we're feeling right mm-hmm. now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When I heard the mm-hmm. baby's verse, I'm like, it didn't really. I'm like, you start off with like, oh, what what he what, his first verse was like, you know, I don't like cops. It was something about a car. The piece, no, like or something like that. I don't know the little the little snippet that I heard that. from uh, for her from Twitter. It was like it starts with the part where he's like, you know, y'all know I don't have a good relationship with cops, but you know. I'm always trying to keep the peace in the hood or da 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 whatever. Like I, I mean, like yeah, but we, we like his we first, like on our military vibes said, right now. You know, like I don't know, not really. We not really go because we doing peaceful protests, but we, like I think we're doing peaceful protests with aggression back behind. You know what I'm saying? Like he said his first verse. He said, even if I told you, still wouldn't understand what happened. Rather be myself if people look at me, don't matter. A rock star nigga just trying to keep it kosher, trying to keep my eyes on my paper like my teachers told me. 
Yeah. <laughs> y'all saying the song was trash? Nah, I'm not saying that. We're not saying it's trash. We're not saying it's trash, but um, I like I, I like Manny's earlier point about how like you know and and for if dating back dating back to when we were in, even before we even migrated to America, well not even migrated before we were stolen from our countries and being and brought to America on slave ships and shit like that, um. Music has always played a pivotal role in in uh, in, in the black community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From the earliest of times, like you can date all the way back to when music was first created. It's always been synonymous to our community. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of disheart. It's kind of disheartening that you know nowadays, you know, we, you know, some I feel like sometimes artists are more focused towards you know their streaming norm- numbers than actually producing a song that can captivate an entire, you know, community of people, bro. Like even look at a. Uh, NWA, bro. Like, like when we think of NWA, it's, it's synonymous to the LA riots. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck the police. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know the, the exact I think words. artists are uh, protecting their brand deals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a lot. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of protecting brand deals. And like, even like, you know, even with um, you know, because like, I feel like the reason why I'm so heavy on this topic is because I feel like before black entertainers actually played a role. You know what I'm saying? Like. You may you may not you may not be able to release a statement like because I guess nowadays we live on we live in the Twitter and Instagram era so a statement I guess is necessary, but you know before it was actual I, it was actual like you know monetized things they were doing like okay let's 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 organize a group of protesters and go here let's let's go to the town hall and have these conversations let's you know try to you know I I feel like it's not it's not too much of that anymore yeah. bro I think like something that we've lost from the past is like. Cause I remember I was listening to this podcast called Atlanta Monster. It was about like uh, the child murders that was happening in Atlanta around the uh, I think eighties or something like that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, they got documented. Yeah, back when uh, Maynard Jackson was mayor of Atlanta, but they they used mm-hmm. to have benefit concerts all the time with these big names mm-hmm. like the Marvin Gaye's and Earth Winds and Fires and stuff like that, like. Those are kind of those are kind of things that you can have because it's a good way to centralize a whole bunch of people, and then mm-hmm. you don't just sing. You're bringing the leaders of the black mo- black movements out on stage to talk to the people, get people on one page. Because I think right now that's our problem with the movement is like one our marketing, and then two, like oh, how God. how everybody is going in so many different directions. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Let's get on one page for real. I didn't think they and that's the that's the yeah, not the concert area. piece. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to organize like that, Manny. Wow. In today's age, mm. because I don't I don't I think I, I I've had this conversation like I think it's because and I I think I have an answer, but I I feel like it's hard to organize like that is because we have so much access to information that everybody, I don't think we suffer from group thing anymore, but that, that, that sounds bad. Like, okay. So back in the sixties and stuff. So just, all right, maybe just follow where I'm going though real quick. So, I feel like in the 60s and stuff, right, it was a lot like during those protests of rights movement, a lot of the people were on the same page because everybody was getting 
kind of their information from one source, right? Which is which was the church. So yeah. that's why right. you see a lot of those, like a lot of the movements and stuff happen through the church. Like, uh, I mean, uh, pretty much all of them back in those days. So like now we have so much information, like from so many different entities. Like I could just go on Twitter and find a news story. Yeah. We'll find four different spins of the same news story yeah. through four different people who have four different backgrounds. Like it's crazy. And then like now we kind of have to navigate that in terms of well what how does that apply to me and everybody and now the black experience is kind of has a different different everybody i mean everybody in on on this on this uh, podcast has a different experience i mean we have similar things but we all grew up differently yeah. so our 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 uh opinion point. on things are a little different so yeah yeah, yeah. Our vantage point is different thank you so I think that kind of changes how we organize. I I, I mean, I, I I agree, but to an extent, being that um, like you know, I, like I feel like we don't we shouldn't even have to look all the way to the sixties in terms of referencing like those type of movements mm-hmm. because if we look back in the twenty tens, Young Jeezy dropped my president my president is black, you know what I'm saying, and that captivated an entire mass group of people. To go out there and actually vote, like that wasn't that was a political a political music in the form of YG music, has you know the biggest anti-Trump record ever. Exactly, you know that exactly. might be so the like, an- I feel like it's, it's political. So okay, they need to bring that but, one back. Go ahead, they need to bring that one back. Yeah, go ahead, exactly. Ken. You know, and and there was I mean, and then Kendrick Lamar with the uh, "We Gonna Be Our yeah. Right" song. So there's moments oh, yeah, in hip hop yeah, where that where that happens now, but yeah, but I, I feel like um. I, I, I'm not sure if Trey made the point or Blake or Manny, but one of y'all made the point of, you know, artists, you know, I guess, you know, when you're in, you know, I guess when you're in contract with different companies, you know, I feel like there's clauses in the contract that gets overread, you know, and some, sometimes I feel like, you know, you know, these labels kind of prohibit artists from stepping out and, and speaking up on situations mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm not sure if that's true or not. You know, I'm not trying to give an excuse to artists who who aren't doing so. But that can be a reason to, you know, of why that's this is happening. But like like Manny said earlier, though, I, I feel like I think our artists need to, you know, they need to step up and, you know, try to, you know, actually, you know, be a, you know, I feel like because I feel like I feel like, the, you know, the oppression of black people is so layered, bro. Like now we're right. thinking about capitalism, you know what I'm saying, with the whole be Simone thing. Now we're thinking about intersectionality. Now we're thinking about a bunch of different phenomena that affect the black people, uh-huh. you know, and um. Like Trey said, bro, like, you know, we're a divided people right now, and it's kind of sad that you But know, I don't think we're divided, so divided is a bad thing, though. Like, I, I didn't say it for it to be bad. I think, I think, like, I genuinely believe, like, we're in a new neo-black renaissance type thing because we have a mm. lot of intellectuals, and we do have a lot of access to resources and information, like, even like the books on my desk right now, like are completely different than what you think. Um, like I should, you, you, from what you should think I probably should be reading, but I don't know. Like, I just think we're in a new, we're in a new kind of Renaissance. I don't know. And, and it's like, I don't know what that means for organizing. Yeah. But like Manny said though, like that James Brown, you know, I'm black and I'm proud song, you know, like, like, like regardless, regardless of like, you know, like uh, your vantage point where you start out as mm-hmm. music is a common entity that brings all people together. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael Jackson with the, um, I forgot the song that he dropped. Um, you don't care about a man in the mirror. About. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, man and Mary, they don't care about us. You know what I'm saying? Like that, those those songs captivate the entire think about, moment. Think about yeah, that's kind niggas, of niggas ain't feel man and Mary enough to be honest. He 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 created a song for both sides, bro. He created a song yeah. for like <laughs> they don't care about us. We need to do our own thing. Da, 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 da. And then he created like look at yourself and change yourself. You know, like those are both mm-hmm. kind of the same opinions we're seeing because Little Wayne came out like, oh, we got to look at our black community. First, da, 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 before we can critique other people, uh, da, 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 da. I mean, of course, we don't agree with no. that, but what oh, I'm okay. saying is, yeah, okay. I'm yeah, saying, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, it's kind of crazy how Michael Jackson created it for like all perspectives. I mean, that's how I felt about the little mm-hmm. baby record. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was trying to play too much of both sides, like, I don't know, yeah, yeah no, I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I think I also like on Cam's point when he was saying that maybe it's in their contract. I feel like that's crazy in itself because music is art, bro. And art is just an expression of you <laughs> and what you believe. Like art is political on many, many standpoints. So it's like the fact but that music, music is also a like, business. Now, though, now, but it's like. At the end of the day, bro, at the end of the day, it's art. At the end of the day, rooted in everything is art. You should be able to express yourself however you want to express yourself through your music, bro. That's your art. See, I think think there's probably people's contracts who have a line that say, like, you cannot put any of the, the, the brands that sponsor you or institutions related to this label's credibility in question or you know or like their their yeah. their reputation do anything to hurt their reputation or anything like that like or you're legally responsible like you know i think there's stuff in there that's like kind of coded and i wonder how many songs yeah. were created by artists that we didn't see because the label didn't clear it uh, mm. <laughs> probably probably yeah. thousands bro, bro that's... probably thousands probably thousands and it's crazy because they have contracts yeah, to where, like, the companies pay the artists to drop their band on in a song. But, like, I can't say if that brand discriminated against me or I'm going to get in trouble. Like, what is that? Yeah. But that's why we got to – Um, I feel like that's why we should uh, do a little bit more of appreciation of artists who are working towards that. Like, you know – like, I, like, you know, for, um, and ter- like, Manny started the conversation talking about Dave Chappelle. And, like, since before this, before any of this stuff was going on, back in, like, I don't know, like, 2005 era, I guess. I'm not sure when it happened. But we all know the story about Dave Chappelle leaving a comedy show because he felt like the white person was laughing too much at his joke, you know. And, he, you know, it wasn't intended to be mm-hmm. that funny, you know what I'm saying? And he, <laughs> and he got up and left. Wait, and what? he went to Africa for a couple of <laughs> What? You didn't know about that? I thought I thought you he left that? because he, he like he wasn't it was more a creative control kind of thing. Yeah, I thought it he was because somebody left at his joke to him. Nah, he he it was it was it was both. It was both. But he basically it was a stand up where he uh where I guess he I guess he told like a, a certain a certain type of uh-huh. racial joke and I guess a a white person was laughing a little too hard at it, but I, he also had like, you know, um he also had disagreements with uh, Comedy Central and the, stuff, the type of stuff they wanted him to do. And I, yeah, we got yo, man, we got to put the excerpt of what he said in here, bro. We, who we who said what they should care? What he said but, when you know, about what he said about you know the whole 
you know, um, when he was talking to the people, when he was talking to the, basically the heads of Comedy Central, and they were like, you know, um, well, you can't make any homosexual oh, jokes because you, you're not you, gay. And and he was like, oh, but, you, but I can make a joke about a nigga. And she was like, yeah, because you are, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, Send me that clip, you are and I'll put it in there. Yeah. Um, I got you. I got you. But, but yeah, but, but I, my fault. I, like, I'll, to say all that, I was trying to communicate the fact that we need to appreciate, you know, because comedy is an art, too. So we need to appreciate people like Dave Chappelle who went up there, you know, because everybody, you know, I know I did. When he when I heard that he released another, I need another, um, Another stand-up, I guess, uh, in a sense. I'm, I'm thinking it's going, it's going to joke about everything that's going on, and the tone that he actually set with that was completely opposite of what we all expected Dave Chappelle to do. Well, not we all expected Dave Chappelle no. to do, but we, you know, I, I expected jokes and. I, 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 I kind of expected. I expected that him from, to be like, funny. Yeah, I, I think you're safe in saying that, Cam. He, I mean, he to yeah. me, I think the approach that he took, like. From a technique standpoint, I looked at it as like you're having a serious conversation, but elements of it are funny. Like, you know, he was like, um, "Yeah, Candace Owens, Candace Owens, her pussy sting," and then he made a reference to uh, to um, what's her name, Azalea Banks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was like he threw that kind of in there. <laughs> like, you can laugh at that, but it's like all that you know kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like you kind of mix that in a little bit, but. Yeah, yeah. So with the with he's the a, Dave Chappelle thing, and, I think and he's like expression. Oh my bad. With with the Dave Chappelle thing and being funny, I mean, well, expecting him to be funny. Mm-hmm. Do we do we need entertainment right now? Like, do we mm, do we do we question. need those release or should we stay focused? Because I mean, just going to the. Uh, what's going on with the current NBA? Like the NBA said that they were going to be reinstated and start playing what in like uh, October or something, or July or something. Yeah, that's when the so they're going to start, start in, in July. July. But then Kyrie Irving said that he doesn't uh, like it because um, it's a distraction to what's going on. Um, yeah, do we oh, do we oh, need Kyrie said he doesn't think the NBA should start back up. I thought he said he does. <laughs> Hell no, he yeah. said he doesn't. Kyrie said he's not with the systematic yep. oppression. He said he's not with the mm-hmm. systematic racism yeah. and bullshit. He said it he exactly. Said that. He said exactly that. <laughs> and so, and since then, like uh, people like Dwight Howard, who plays for Los Angeles Lakers, championship contender team, of course, he oh, even said that you know he said the unification. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know Trey's a uh, beloved. He's a Lakers fan. Lakers faithful. But Dwight Howard basically said, you know, the unification of his people was is is way more important than his, getting, him getting his first NBA championship. Right, right. And I think, and I think, I think that opens up the conversation. Well, you know, well, no, nah, nah, go, go ahead. ahead the you can go ahead. I was gonna say that opens up, like you know, you know how um people have been talking about like how um you know on CNN they'll they'll yeah. highlight the looters, but not highlight the actual you know the importance of, importance of the movement. I think in a way. Dwight, what Dwight Howard said, I, I'm not sure if he subconsciously, uh, subconsciously or consciously did it, but he kind of spoke to you know the the thought process of the everyday American, bro. You know, you know, even though even though the championship ring itself has value as an item, is it more important than the unification of his people, bro? And a lot of you know, a lot of times that you know, a lot of times we can hold these accomplishments and these goals and these you know achievements so highly that we that we put it over the you know what I'm saying that you know humanity. So I think you know in a way Dwight Howard. 
you know, spoke on that, shed light, shed, uh, you know, shed the light on that, you know. Yeah, I think it's like people who don't want to engage right now and people who never engaged are looking for the NBA to open up because it's not much escape from hard topics, Mm. but you can't escape Mm. it. You know what I'm saying? But like, how you there, think is, there, there is entertainment right now. Like, you don't need sports. Like, I mean, okay, excuse me. I can't say that because I don't watch sports. So it's like a different thing for me because <laughs> some people watch sports every day. They turn on Sports Center. That's like they, they background noise and they're, you know, whatever. But I'm like, it's still stuff coming mm-hmm. out. It's like you, it, we just got that Spike Lee movie. You know, it's different movies that's dropping right now. It's like, you got oh, insecure every week. You Podcast. got you know different shows on H. I'm I'm into HBO right now. They got some great shows in there. Um, yeah, podcasts, different things like that. Like, bro, like let you know what I'm saying. Like let let's just you... relax. Everything is closed right now for a reason, so it's no need to force it. But everything is an economic decision, though. Like just just the the country reopening again is an economic decision. So. NBA open up yeah, again. Do they that. don't care nothing about how you feel. I mean, the NBA cares a little bit more mm-hmm. than maybe the NFL, but bro, they're trying to yeah. get that coin. They're not. They're not really trying to uh, uh, care about what's going on. Like, like if 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 they was real, if Kyrie was real, he would have started a petition. No, I'm not gonna say if he was real, but. No, no, he he definitely he definitely trying to gather. He's that's that's gather what I'm saying. Like, start a petition, be like, look, no, bro, we not playing. We're not playing until this thing gets right. Same with NFL people, but it's mm-hmm. hard because those are these people's livelihoods and jobs, especially with the NFL, because they don't have kind of guaranteed money. If they don't play, they don't get paid. Like, mm-hmm. so all the people in the yeah, video, facts. Saquon Barkley, Pat Mahomes, all that stuff. Bro, what you know I, about I mean, Saquon Barkley? I pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Odell, man. these brands. Get to the streets. Bro. Yeah, so I'm saying I got. I, I'm I'm a little I'm a little <laughs> hip, but like, yeah, these these people that's like the breadwinners for the NFL, bro. Put put their feet to the fire. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna collect my check, whatever. I mean, honestly, a bunch of these people, anyways, are gonna be a bunch of like like if you're Pat Mahomes or or uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Right, you need uh-huh. to lead the way yeah. because you already have brand deals on the outside, but you got to look out for the, 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 the lowly niggas too, though, as well. But if you lead a the movement, be on the I don't know, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, something got to happen. Like, if you speak up, because the, the lowly people can't speak up because they know they might not be able to, they they might be living paycheck to paycheck or whatever. Or they, You know what I'm saying? But, like, use your voice because the mm-hmm. NBA is going to, I mean, the NFL is going to really honor your voice because you make the most money for them or you make you bring the most eyes to their game or whatever like i don't that's how i view it does so i just i want to i do want to play like devil's advocate a little bit just to have an open conversation right so if don't wouldn't wouldn't you think that the nba open up uh opening up would provide a new way for players to speak out not speak out but well yeah speak out because one 
they could do what they did, like when they did the whole I can't breathe shirts, like before the games, da 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 da. And then of course, like they got the app, they got the locker room takes, they got press conferences. And is it when it wouldn't that be a new vehicle to to drive our point across? If they could do it right, then yes. Yeah. But but my yeah. my, my thing is but, I, I when I tune into Sports Center now or watch the clips online, mm-hmm. I'm loving I'm loving the fact that Shannon Sharp every week is talking about social justice issues. I learned that he went to an HBCU. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Different perspectives. Yeah, so really getting deep. And yeah, then when it when it when it gets back up, that's not gonna be there no more, bro. I feel like, but also look at um, I think uh, I, I think a good indication on on which side you know in terms of the general population is going to sway in is how if you like if you if you guys were like to type in Kyrie Irving's name right now on the Twitter search bar, people are bashing him, bro. And I think you know people's response to him saying that is exactly why the NBA shouldn't come back. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the you know I love Stephen the NBA. Jackson I, said it too. Steven, Steven, Steven Jackson said it too, though. <laughs> So why why aren't they backing yeah. him though? Because he isn't a current NBA player, you know. Because Kyrie Irving already has his perception and, that he's you know he's against the grain. Yeah, and be, and a part of it is because when he was talking about the Earth was flat and shit, so niggas is like fuck yeah. that nigga. But see that, <laughs> that that's, like, that's what, that's and, and they say he be like, having I'm, like I'm random like, conversations with his coach, like weird conversations, like oh, cares, bro. it was like he the government, he like, asked the the, the his coach or something about like it was like some government conspiracy and then like niggas was like huh who else is but he like that's just who that he conversation is with why do we keep trying to dictate people's lives bro over the internet I this is gonna lead us into a the because, B Simone conversation too though because people oh are God. bashing yeah. people are bashing no, Kyrie no, Irving she, because no. No, no, listen, listen, listen. No, no, no we no, still on Kyrie. We still on Kyrie. People are bashing Kyrie Irving and not listening to the root of his point. That's, yeah, the, that's yeah. the thing with the black community, bro. Sometimes we don't know when to not joke around. And shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not. That's a both. Yeah, that's a both. Sometimes it's not, bro. Listen, they only bashing him because of his past history or whatever with social media anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, how he's been the butt of some jokes and all this, so he's he's LeBron's sidekick, all this stuff, da da da. They would have did the same thing to J.R. Think... Smith if J.R. Smith tried to come out and say something, right? Like yeah. they're not gonna say I anything that's because... to Steven Jackson yeah. because he is actually a part of this movement or whatever. They just always trying to find something to joke and kiki about. No, <laughs> bro, it's not about that. I I I I think it's also I think it's also like you know not to make this a strictly black issue because the NBA is like a a global sport people from all different racial backgrounds watch yeah. it you know what I'm saying so I would say like I would look at you know I would look at you know I would flip the coin on what Manny said oh y'all yeah, no, 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 I'm laughing at Manny bro Manny stupid go ahead Cam I'm sorry bro <laughs> nah, no it's all good I was gonna say like I flip the coin go no, ahead, ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no! Now I would say I'll, I'll flip the coin and look at like you know how people like um like people like the white people like Drew Brees. You know a lot of white people identify with mm. what Drew Brees said. You know how he said 
this is about the flag. This is about this. You know, just, you know, just being a, you know, of course, a patriot, a white mm. patriot. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that I, I look to I look to how the white people perceive what Kyrie said, and to me, it's similar to what Drew Brees was saying. The fact that they're like, nah, fuck that. Like, okay, you know, y'all play basketball. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. I just go ahead and play. Shut y'all, up you know and dribble. Like, we need we need you know basketball. Shut up and dribble, basically. You know what I'm saying? So Let me tell you. I look at bro. how people. The niggas who were bashing Kyrie is the niggas who had gym for two periods in high school. No, it's not though. No, it's not. It's 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 not. I mean, because some people some people agree with what Kyrie's saying. So what's know? what's wrong with some it? Some people agree with. I agree, but I disagree because like, like, I want to see. I want to see the Lakers win a championship. Find... Bro, it's. Next year, bro, you you bro, have another I opportunity. Like, nah, like, bro, nah, nah, nah. But man, but man, nigga. for Kobe, we're, we're so, living, like, though, man. this is this is that systemic racism how it's rooted in in deep in us, bro. Like we can't even <laughs> we can't even really lock into a movement, bro. That's why people oh. keep saying that's why people keep saying Black Lives Matter is not a trend. It's not. It wasn't Spirit Week last week. You know what I'm saying? We can't even really lock yeah. into a movement because now we want to argue over some niggas playing basketball. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was bad. Every, that was bad. Everybody I mean, but in that's the NBA facts, has though. over that's probably a thousand followers or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They have hundreds of thousands of followers, bro. They have a platform. It, it's not like you don't have to utilize but, the NBA to get your thing out. You know what I'm saying? They can they can form I fl- a a Zoom call or something like that. They can do Players different things yeah. like that. They don't need the uh, Fox Fox to broadcast it and just pan the camera angle while they doing the national anthem and uh that's it uh you know what I'm saying? But, but you but you I know mean, on the other but, end, but we look- I mean maybe because people do in the NBA do need their jobs back. The people who was working, mm-hmm. I sympathize for those people. I do sympathize yeah. for those people, but some of those, some of those GMs like uh, Mark Cuban need to uh, cut. They cut, you know, you know, take out of their salary and give to those people. But he, he Mark, Mark Cuban yeah, has been doing I, that. Yeah, he, he has been that. doing that. I commend him though. That's probably what I why I thought of his name. But like maybe James Dolan. <laughs> Let's say that he's not yeah, doing he's that. Not, you James know what I'm saying? Some of those yeah. people is without jobs in New York Correct. right now. So yeah. it's like. I feel for that, but but you can even but look at what James Dolan said though. He said the same, pretty much the same thing. Like you know, echo one sentiments with Drew Brees. Like yeah, like we have like you know our players play basketball. Yeah. You know, let's let them focus on their job, which is basketball, and, and not to venture out into different opportunities like that. And you know, I feel like um damn I forgot. I'll, damn, I forgot I'll, what I was I'll say, say. Go, you can go ahead, my bad. It shouldn't be a yes or no issue. Everything is not a yes or no issue. You can mm-hmm. open the NBA mm-hmm. back up under this condition. You can open up what? But you, I would say like nah, I was. Go ahead. My phone nah, nah, cut you off, man. You was in the middle of the time. I was going to say uh, Manny and Trey. I was going to say that um, you know, if you're looking at not not our like I hate when people pinpoint our generation specifically because at the end of the day we're all operating in this society together. All of us have roles. You know what I'm saying? All of oh, us. You You know, all of oh, us. You pardon. What, 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 yeah, exactly. All. Yeah, what we all do, what we all do contributes to the way society. Oh, you talking about that? So I'm saying that to say that. <laughs> we live in a yeah, we live in a society. Yeah, first of all, we live in a functional yes. society, and we live in a society that you know that 
you know, we love instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to turn on 2K and play our game right now and play my player and, you know, get 30. But, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like our, what our country, you know, I feel like it's revealing that our country, we, we don't view these people as humans. Like we, don't, we don't view our athletes as humans, but we view them as athletes. Like, we want you guys to play right now. We want you to dunk. We want 40 mm-hmm. points a game. We want this. We want Howard Files. We want nah, all I this do. shit. I do, though. But, you know, I do. To, for what though? But, <laughs> what? but if I do, if I do, nah, for what? Nah, I do for my for, it's the gratification. Nah, for my entertainment though, I can't hold you. Nah, I do. Like I need, like if I if yeah. I, I want to turn on the TV right, like there should be no reason why I shouldn't be watching the NBA right now. That's how I feel. Because I really want to see, I really yeah. want to see the Lakers win the championship. But at the end of the day, like I know that's, mm-hmm. I know what that's rooted in. Like LeBron don't mm-hmm. owe me nothing. <laughs> Them players don't owe me nothing. They don't know no me. Cap. So it's like, why do I feel like that, bro? That's white supremacy, bro. Yeah, systemic racism, bro. And they work systemic for the racism, white man bro. anyways, though. That's why I say that's why I say they work for the or, or, you or opening right the season back up should be conditional, bro. Like if we come back, yeah, you have to dedicate money to this, that, da da da. You know what I'm saying? Put different things mm-hmm. in action. I'm not just gonna but come even, back. And play but even still, let's talk about it. Because has the people. NBA said they were gonna do anything? I don't want to say they haven't because I don't know the facts, but I'm sure that they have. NFL put out a statement. NBA, what did what did NBA do? That NBA has released statements. I feel like NBA, like in terms of all sp- American sports organizations, I feel like NBA has mm-hmm. been the most progressive sure. in, their, in their um in their um in their uh. And their plan, the plans of action. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, see, similar to me, I'm not I, specifically I, sure. How do y'all today, feel so about the whole? Oh, we're gonna donate certain millions of dollars. I don't. Over I don't know what that means. Of, I don't know what that means either, bro. Give yeah. people jobs. Give people exposure. Like, it's, like, like you about to you gonna donate like, a billion dollars to Black Lives uh, Matter, but eighty-seven percent of your company. Yeah, eighty-seven percent of your company is white heterosexual males. Like what? You don't, like, you, don't, yeah, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have a you don't have a chief equity officer. Come on, bro. Like, what does that yeah. mean? What are you donating for, bro? Yeah. You you're you're not you're not bringing an entity in to to really understand. You're not doing readings. You're not doing anything to really understand to understand uh, um, systemic racism or how you play a role in that. Like, you're not doing that. So, what is you you, you donating you money to money me? Means nothing, bro. That means nothing to me. Yeah. Oh my! And this and this is about to go yeah, into another doesn't. conversation because I want to know how y'all feel about reparations. I know it's kind of also because we're supposed to talk about B Simone, but how do y'all feel about because they they introduced that bill, um, with reparations where we're supposed to get like three hundred thousand and it's supposed to be trillion dollars of one time payment. Yeah, you yeah. saw that. The dude, the dude with BET or whatever said that uh, they think we should get like fourteen tr- trillion in reparations. And then, like all black people, will receive a mm. payment of like three hundred thousand something or something like that. That's not gonna happen. That? That's not gonna happen. But, but even let's, let's say it does. What What do you think? What do you think? How do you think? Reparations? I mean, that would that would get that 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 would be good for the black people that understand how to manage their money. But because of yeah. systemic racism, all black people were no. Nah, I'm saying let me stop. Because of systemic racism. Black people are gonna take three hundred thousand dollars and throw it back into the lottery, trying to win five million. Mm. I I I like the I I mean I like the idea of reparations, but I feel like um 
you know, I feel like I feel like we can, you know, like, you know, of course, like monetarily, like, you know, black people are disadvantaged as fuck, especially black women. You know, we, yeah. we, we know that. Right. But I also think about even the playing field, you know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Why not? You know, during this time, let's talk about let's talk about education. Let's talk about, you know, these public schools that are in these lower income neighborhoods that, you know, what I'm saying that, that are performing terribly. And when they do make when they, and, and when they do put in um, systems in place to change, you know, the curriculum of these uh, these lower performer schools, the white people they come the in and they, they gentrify the neighborhoods and they yeah. want it. They take the school from us, you know what I'm saying? So then we gotta go move to a different neighborhood and then we're fucked up again, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like uh I feel like, you know, I feel like, of course I want I feel, of course I want the monetary uh the monetary um you know, I, I want black people to do well in terms of uh economic capital, but I also want us to focus on issues like, you know, education or you know That's true. I think well, the, you know, I think this, this education, stimulus, this education checks right now. Should, should continue. I think we need to get to a point that oh, where yeah, like, sure. we have a livable wage um, and like oh, kind of like mm-hmm. a, a sustainable income for, for all Americans, bro. Because, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to say that only black people should get the stimulus check because then like that's going to see division in people anyways. And that's going to that's gonna feed that whole mm-hmm. narrative of like black people rely on the government because... That yeah. has been a narrative before, but, bro. Like, like welfare. Yeah, people try to say that welfare was the welfare reason welfare. why black men and women are not marrying each other, and and why there's like no fathers in the home because there's no incentive to get married because black people can get welfare and live off the government. When on the other end, people in trailer parks is doing the same thing. So it's like you know what I'm saying. But you know that's yeah. so I don't I don't think the money should be. Like I, I would love reparations though. I think we deserve reparations because Jews got that. And look at them; they still do. get it. And they keep and, and it, they, they, and they it keep right their now. money into the community. The, the thing is with reparations yeah. and just how much. I mean, me personally, like how far, like how far it's been. Right, like I'm sure the reparations for Native Americans and Jews came. I'm not going to say instantaneously, but fairly, it was fairly recent to their um, plight, right? We still have an ongoing plight Mm -hmm. that is going to affect us, whether I have a million dollars in my bank account or not. So I don't think Mm -hmm. any monetary payment to me is going to change anything. Yeah, some people are going to be happy with X amount of dollars in their account. That is great finance. As soon as I walk outside, bro, a police officer does not know that I have eight million dollars in my bank account, bro. They will still, I'm still more likely to get pulled over, still more likely to go to jail, I'm still more likely to do yeah. X, Y, and Z. So money why, doesn't change your skin. Money does not is exactly money's not going to change my skin. So me personally, I don't think reparations should come in the form of everybody gets a one-time deposit or. X amount of deposit every month or every year, like bro, that's not gonna change anything. Like, we need to the money. If there is going to be money allocated, it it all should be allocated to. In uh, I don't want to say programs, but institutions. Yeah. Set aside for Black achievement. So, mm-hmm. X amount of dollars for education, yeah. building schools for Black children, or 
even implementing black history into schools or um, um, creating more equity officer positions or something, mm-hmm. you know, it, it has to go directly to the institution. Yeah. I, I don't believe it would be of any benefit to go directly to a person's bank account because one, we're, we're not uniform. I, I don't want to sound bad, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't think. We're Go ahead, speak on it. I don't. I don't think we're uniform enough to, to organize and really combat that. Like, if we, if if everybody got a a, a payment, and we were uniform enough to create our own, that would be that'd be dope. Like, I'm all for that, but I don't think we're, I don't think we're there yeah. to everybody gets a payment. All right, boom, we finna create this advocacy group to hold these politics accountable. Boom, we about to create this bank. Or boom, we got to create this X, Y, and Z. We got to create this school. See? We already got schools. Like if I got schools, and I guarantee you, I'm gonna ask y'all right now. Y'all all, y'all both graduate. All three of us graduated from Morehouse. If they get three hundred thousand dollars, are y'all yeah. giving a dime to Morehouse College? <laughs> I might. I might. I might. Exactly. If what? Exactly. Say it again. Are you? Say it again. Are you gonna donate? I, 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 I wouldn't. I would not. I. I I low key would not, uh, and I only say I would not because HBCU I feel funds. like you know. Well, matter of fact, well, a, well no, no, H, HBCUs of course they HBCUs need, us, yeah. need funding, so I want to say that first. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to I'm not going to misuse our platform and go in here and say that HBCUs need funding. And the only oh, reason why I said I would not donate to Morehouse College in specific is because you think HBCUs well, need funding? What happened, Trey? No, I said they knew. I said oh, they do oh, need yeah. funding. Okay. Trey, yeah, I heard you. I said yeah, I agree. Okay. No, you no, go ahead. Yeah. What you said. Go ahead. Now, I, I was saying HBCUs need funding, but in terms of where I think my dollar is important right now, I feel like my my dollar is important in my own community. You know what I'm saying? But that is community. That is our own community. Yeah. That. That is our that is our own that that is our own community. That's that's you know that's our home. That's where we got our degree at. But I'm thinking about Crown Heights. Where I'm from, mm. you know what I'm saying? And thinking about what's going on and how you, NYPD more is constantly on getting someone to that more house of, place and it, versus like building more house up. Exactly, yeah, exactly, that. exactly. That's the only that's the only reason why I say I wouldn't give give them more house right now because I feel like like Manny said I want to tackle the issues in my and where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff I feel like. More in terms of where I'm from compared to Morris College, Morris is way more far, way more far ahead in terms of social and economic capital. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm from, I feel like if I was to take those lessons I learned from Morehouse and bring them back to my own community and then help people from who are from where I'm from get to Morehouse College, then I feel like I'm I'm contributing contributing to, mm-hmm. to, to something and changing something. But if I'm just giving to people who, you know, because like let's let's be honest, bro, not everybody's gonna you know, be fortunate enough to attend Morehouse College, whether that's because they, they, they didn't score what they, they needed to on the SATs, their GPAs are low, or they might not be able to get a loan, right. you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, I feel like, you know, I, I will be more resourceful in my own, you know, to my own community if I was to try to make that pathway a little bit easier for them. So that's the only reason why I say I wouldn't give them Morehouse right If now. I gave to Morehouse, I would give to the journalism program specifically. Cause that's that's the program that shaped my yeah that shaped my Morehouse experience, and I think like 
is honestly unlike any other department at Morehouse and it's slept on and it deserves, you know, more attention and, and more funding. More yeah. Even though know. the stuff that we did was like, you know, amazing. We got to go to all kind of events and NASCAR. It, it was interesting that, that NASCAR came back up or came back up this week, like with the whole Confederate flag situation. Cause I remember going to a NASCAR race with the journalism program and, and the, the exposure that that gave me. Oh my God. Um, <sighs> that's that's rough. really though. It was like, the thing about it was, listen, I'm from North Carolina. So that Confederate shit, we were I see Confederate flags, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm like desensitized to the Confederate flag at this point. Uh, then I go to, we wow. go to the Atlanta wow, that's Speedway. Crazy. Uh, it's confederate flags everywhere but everybody else is kind of like surprised by it i'm just like yeah this is normal bro like this is just like some crazy white folks out here you know what i'm saying but that's like that's like the that's like the thought towards police brutality nowadays we see so much of it it's like oh right 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 but i would say that like i realized that my experience would have been different if i wasn't one with the Morehouse journalism program and was like, that was like, we were escorted around by like a diversity, like they're in the NASCAR diversity, like program or department or whatever. And we had like these things called hot passes, which basically means you get like access to the pit, the, the center field. Like we were able to go on center field while they're like, they were doing the whole intro, like introduction ceremony and all that stuff like that. Larry, the, I got to meet Larry the Cable Guy. That was dope. Like, in my experience, may have not been the same if I wasn't able to sit in a skybox. You know what I'm saying? And like, be served food and stuff like that. If I was just mingling with the little NASCAR fan white folks, that probably would have been different. If I had to like <laughs> walk in alone, you know what I'm saying? If I had to like wasn't escorted from our car to the to all the way mm-hmm. by a little golf cart all the way to the entrance like and I had to walk through a crowd of confederate flags and southern pride stickers and stuff like that it would have been a little different so I mean I do commend NASCAR for doing what they did but I, uh, I'm interested to see what how I'm interested to see how that how that reaction is because I was going to say let's, let's, to, let's to me that's right. not that's not that's that's not pandering at all bro I respect okay. that wholeheartedly because yeah. their core base is offended by that. But look, yeah. yeah, but are they going to have any cars sponsored by black-owned companies? That's, that's, that's where their do- that's where their dollars come from. Ty. That's a good point. Uh, whatever the biggest brands are. I mean, I only know Ty because I think that's like the most famous car or something. But, but like, yeah. are there like there's one black NASCAR driver? Are there? Are there? Do they have mm-hmm. pipeline programs to introduce NASCAR? They do. They do. Okay. Okay. I can't. Okay. They have. The, they have an initiative called Diversity Drives. You know, and that was okay, uh, they like you know work with young black kids and stuff like that and getting them getting them into NASCAR. But to okay. me, removing that stigma of the Confederate flag from their organization. That's you. Will allow more black people to funnel into that diversity drives program because they feel more accepted there. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, like if it. I'm a young like black it. kid and I know that, like, nah, rap NASCAR, these is just racist white folks. Why would I want to join that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than I like fast cars, 
the environment is not conducive to me, you know, like, but yeah. now they're creating a conducive environment for diversity. Okay. So like I think that. they're on the right path. Right, that's all I'm saying. Okay. I know. I don't know much about it. I think I've seen like one NASCAR uh, race in my entire <laughs> life. And like, I don't even think. It was me too. NASCAR. And then like, it was like the last lap. So like we got there and then like we left. So I didn't even really see the cars. I was just outside in the parking lot. <laughs> wow. I grew up watching Cars. That was the one of the only movies I had in the crib. So, like, meeting Larry the Cable Guy that day was, like, I'm not going to say a dream come true, but, like, it was yeah, a mind-blowing experience. Yeah, that was a mind-blowing experience. Like, I had that. That was one of the only movies. Like, I had Cars and Drumline in my house. So, like, interchangeably, I'm watching them Jones every, like, oh, every, week, every week, every week. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and plus i rock with larry the cable guy because i'm like from north carolina so i like that southern kind of humor and like you know what i'm saying making jokes about bass pro shops and stuff like that so mm. <laughs> it was like all you know all around i don't know his like politics but even when i met him he was super cool bro he was like he even acknowledged the fact that like we was like a big black group of black people though he was like Whoa, like I had to come over and say hi to y'all. Like it's not often that you see like a big group of you know young black men at a uh at a NASCAR race. Like, where are you guys from? Ask us all kind of questions. We told him we was from Morehouse and stuff like that. He was like, You trying to say you niggas was in college? Nah, I didn't take it like that. And I'm not even gonna let you slander him like that. I'm not even gonna let you slander him like that. Edit that, edit that. Okay. Um uh, but he was like, he, when he was in college, like he played more. They like their college team played Morehouse and they got smashed. Oh wow, they must have been trash though. Yeah, no way. Anyway, right, are we more, gonna talk about B Simone though? All right, all right more look, look at me, mate. Look at me. All right, more of the story though, bro. M- NBA. If I want to come back, you know what I'm saying. For, first of all, two things. One, I think the idea of a bunch of freaking players going to Orlando to stay in a bubble for three months is sick. That shit's sick. If you actually look at it during the global pandemic, that is sick, bro. Like, um, bro, for three whole that's slavery. Three whole months in one central location, bro. That shit sounds like the worst shit ever, nigga. I would hate that shit. I would hate that shit. I would hate that shit. That shit sounds like a good Yeah, that shit is great because then niggas can't go to Disneyland. Yeah, you can't do nothing, bro. We just we play basketball, go to the hotel. What type of AU can't bullshit is that? This is a grown ass man we're talking about. <laughs> With families and everything, yeah. With families, bro. During the global fucking pandemic when, when cases are growing because because you know we're all outside right now. Like, you know, it just doesn't make sense. The second thing I want to say though, NBA, if I want to come back, I do agree with Kyrie Irving. You know, um, of course, donate to the Black Lives Matter community, but also like y'all are what are y'all y'all comprise of 32 different teams for all sports leagues y'all give to nonprofit organizations in y'all city bro do that get you know i'm pretty sure there's there's um there's there's a nonprofit organization uh gauged to you know to to help um to help you know underprivileged women or or, or children or young men like you know there's shit like that there's there's resources like that available so why not you know, if if we don't know where you know where the Black Lives Money, uh, Black Black Lives Matter money is going to get to those different entities, like it's possible. You know, we don't want to see the NBA cares photos where are in the community. You know, what I'm saying like, even though that's a step in the right direction, I'm not trying to sit here and and and, bat, and bash, you know, four steps by Black people. I'm just saying that you know, if there was an incentive that we, we wanted to reach, how about you give it to the nonprofit organizations that's within your cities? And that's what my that's my problem was with Morehouse a little yeah. bit too because I feel like we were in the Western community but we weren't really a part of the Western community. We was like these are we. 
That's what my dad keeps saying. Yeah. Bro. He was like talking about how Central in North, here in Durham, like uh, Central University, they like basically buy up all the houses around like in the neighborhood mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like he, my dad was like, bro, all these empty houses around here, they could have bought this and made that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like start different programs and stuff like yeah. that. It was like, nah. Yeah, that's a fact. And, and that's yeah. why I'm like, I want to give to my community before I give to an institution like Morehouse. Even though I love my HBCU, I'm not going, I don't want to sit here and act, act like I don't. I love my HBCU. But if, we, if we're being completely honest, bro, we are taking away from the Western community and we're not giving into it. We're, we're not pouring into the own community. You know what I'm saying? So that's where my problem lies with the HBCUs and shit like that. Like, I feel like we can be way more involved in the community of, you know, the community that we operate in and we choose not to. And that's why I feel like a little bit, that's why I feel like a little bit the HBCU culture perpetuates, you know, classism. But that's a conversation for a different mm-hmm. day. You know what I'm saying? We're taught to scare the West, fear the West. Exactly, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't say Black Lives Matter. And then bro, we... the first week, bro, this nigga, uh, uh, I don't, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say names. Never mind. Yeah, but they don't name drop. A certain name. dean, yeah, a certain dean was like, I was in the West End and they, I told the brothers not to shoot. Them brothers, it was so when y'all go out to the West End, just make sure you got your head on a swivel. I'm like, bro. You know yeah. where I come from, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I'm not worried about nothing out here, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's this middle class thought. Yeah, bro. that's that, that's the narrative created around it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that goes back to what we were talking about, Ken. That middle class, uh, that middle class, uh, privilege that I was telling uh, you and Autumn and Manny about. Yeah, no cap. Or that we that we were all talking about. No cap. No cap, but I feel like the HBCU. I feel like I feel like I feel like HBCUs perpetuate that shit. And like, although I want like a lot of black people to go to HBCUs, let's acknowledge where our institutions need help. You know, like where they can improve in. Right. I, you know. Right. I, you know. Because you know, unfortunately, for not you know, for a lot of students, the HBCU isn't a safe haven for them. You know, they go there, and you know, mm. and and they're around these you know these kids who they probably would never be around if they weren't at the HBCU. And they, you know, mm. now now we have Jack and Jill's. Now we have Greek organizations. Now we have different you know, different set groups, you know, in a majority black school. And it's like, I don't know who to identify with because no one, you know, no one can understand my struggle. And then when they do, they, we look down upon it. We shun upon it, bro. And we go out to these communities, we leave our schools and we go to New York, Atlanta, California, or North Carolina, it's like that. And we just, all we do is we, we perpetuate the same thought that we were learning in HBCU. It's like, yeah, I'm, I want to make sure I'm good, but I don't give a fuck about what anybody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it's too much of that going on. So that's all I wanted to say. Well, hopefully we'll finish this com- this Morehouse conversation with Makari Sellers. I want to speak that into existence. I hope we get him on this podcast to talk about it. Because I think all three of us, I see all three of us in him mm. and That's in fine. his experience pause. at Morehouse. I recently read, yeah, pause, pause, pause. <laughs> I recently read, I recently read um, his, uh, his memoir. So like his Morehouse experience par- paralleled like a lot of our Morehouse experiences. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be like an interesting conversation. Definitely want to talk to him about like where he thinks Morehouse places and all of this right now. Like, mm-hmm. should they be speaking up? That kind of conversation. And, Hell yeah. Um, the legacy of Morehouse in general. I, I I probably just had to go on his website, figure out his press people. Like, that's what I do for work, bro. I I just find people's contact. So <laughs> like, I, I can get to him. Bro. I just had to do it. But anyways, let's cut, let's talk about something a little more lighthearted and maybe funny. Yeah, B Simone. Let me 
Let me start the conversation a little seriously, though. B. Simone made me have serious conversations with my friends this week, though. Because I felt like after the argument about her... I, I, listen, I, I, I love playing devil's advocate, right? <laughs> so sometimes I push niggas too far. And it's like, I push niggas into the bag where they start disrespecting her. And then the whole angle came up like, she's not even that bad to be making her own choices and making her own, having a preference for herself, right? I didn't oh, appreciate you that. Told, bag. Oh boy, you know you what I'm saying? saying? You ain't had a job or nothing. Chill, 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 chill. At a point, at a point, at a point, at a point. <laughs> <laughs> at a point. <laughs> nah, that's an end point right there. Alright, 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 alright. So, anyways, I had a good conversation. I, I, I basically like how I feel about like the whole disrespecting women thing is how I feel about different white racist people I have in my life over time and they and they they like posting wild shit on 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 Facebook and stuff like that right like I'm not gonna it's not my place to make you feel comfortable and it's actually my job to make you feel uncomfortable so you can change your behavior you know what I'm saying so I just had I had some productive conversations this week with 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 some friends about that but the B Simone situation is funny though it is funny Cause she just keeps trying. She's trying her hardest. And now the re- the recent thing where they found with the book. Have you seen that, Arlington? Bro, that book is shitty, bro. I could have put a better book than that together. Somebody bro. called it a magazine, and you, bro. And, but the thing is, bro, you gotta like you have a platform, you have more dollars than the average person making a book, I would assume. But yeah. you you put out a book that my little cousin could put together for a school project. Like, come on. You know bro. what I think might have happened, bro? Like, yo, think, yo, like, yo, I'm, yo, shit sliding through the cover. Like, come on, bro. That was bad. Yo, it's funny because Manny was really on his. Like, yo, Manny was pulling. For, I'm not gonna lie, Manny was pulling for B Simone a little bit. I was. He was pulling for B Simone. <laughs> but that's like the common saying everybody says. Like, yo, the energy you put in the world, you're gonna get back in tenfold, bro. And yo. Can we talk about yo? She got canceled twice during this quarantine alone, bro. Come three on, times, bro. three, no, three t- times, bro. Three times, three times, three times. What was the first one though? Before the whole CEO thing happened, something else that happened. Oh, when she was like, "I'm a Christian woman," right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they posted all the stuff yeah. about her and the whole Black Lives Matter thing too. Like she was only out there for you know the, photo, the photo op, op. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Be some. They canceled her for that, and then but then she claimed like. I think she challenged the universe. That's where she messed up because she said, I can't be canceled. People are going to forget about this in a week. Like, I can't be canceled. I can't be canceled. Yeah, why would you do that? Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't like that. To why me, you... the book thing is the last straw because nobody can look at that no. and her. Nobody. No, the last straw The last straw was one, she plagiarized hellish shit in the book. So she stole a lot of shit from Pinterest. Two, she said, Oh, a nigga's not gonna understand me because I'm checking my phone at 3 a.m. and that's work. What? 
that created that created so many memes, bro. What? So what? Many memes. Yeah, I'm not gonna let Manny sit here and act like he was not with that. <laughs> Listen, but but that's that's my personality though, bro. I just yeah. like going for the underdog. I don't want a nigga nine to like. five because he's not gonna be up at three a.m. Nigga, I don't want to be up at three a.m. Nigga, I'm tired. Yeah, who wants to be up at three a.m., bro? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, bro. Like, sending emails. No functioning adult should be up at that time. Honestly, yeah. For what? Yeah. yeah and for and you, you, nobody, nobody is sending you emails but, but at three a.m. Let's keep it a buck. The work day is that's nine to five. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, that is, that is, that. That's true. Like, what yeah, the fuck is she talking about? She's talking about being at the club, bro. Like she is not talking about sending emails, bro. She's talking about she, being at the club, probably with another nigga, and her nigga should be the okay clubs close at four. What the fuck industry. is she talking about? She's in the industry. The clubs close at four. What is she talking about? After party. Yeah, I mean, I think she like Mandy said. I think she like she was on Wild Now. She's hung around a lot of rappers in her heyday, so you know that may. Well, matter of yeah. fact, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that because I'm not gonna get into a bag where I sound like, oh, she's only doing shit because of a nigga. I don't want to get into that bag. But I mean, they, but that that has been her whole kind of like angle, bro. Like we know her because she's like, you my boyfriend, and like the baby, like chasing the baby, like baby girl. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, 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 know yeah, her. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I can't, I can't even say it though. She's she always talking about come here, trying to have. A I don't husband. want you, but yeah. come here. She's been wanting a husband for like a couple years now. I, I, yeah, I personally, I don't. The I jokes is funny though, else. but I, I want to be clear. Like, don't cross oh, wait, the line. Hold on, wait. Disrespecting her though. Wait, hold on. I just checked her Twitter. Wait, she in her bag though. She in her bag though. Wait. Her and, and Miss currently, currently, her and Miss currently have secured a fourteen thousand foot square foot building in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia. Oh wait, she in her bag. Wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, yeah, we are walking. What's happening? Her, B. Simone, and manager, Miss Skittles, have secured a 14,054-square-foot building in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia. She then quoted that and said, Who lives in Atlanta? Who wants a membership? Our women's co-working space opens next next month. I can't wait for y'all to come network and build your brand. Oh, wait, she in her bag. Hold on. Hold on. Mm, but people, but people, people are not people. People are not gonna value that. Nah, not really though. Because yeah, like people are not gonna value that if you plagiarize your book. Wait, let's let's let's, uh, let's keep it a book. Wait, hold on. Let's go back to the root of the argument because niggas talking about B Simone, like she ugly and they like just because yeah, she ugly. I'm I'm, I'm, B. I'm, I'm B Simone I'm, is ugly. B Simone is ugly. Um. I'm I'm beaten. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm, yeah, see, be, be, listen, listen, I, listen. I watch a lot of Wild Now while I'm studying. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like Wild Now a lot. B Simone is not ugly, bro. She's not She's ugly, ugly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's I'm that's why my whole host. thing when people got into the like, oh, if it was Sweetie or if it was Georgia Smith, like, where did Georgia Smith come from? That's where right. I was getting into my colorism bag. Like, oh, that, nah, that's, that's co- colorism. I mean, they pretty much the same color, but, you know, people are like, oh, she... Nah, know, people, but it's that you know, exotic We, we, we fetishize black women. Yeah. We like, oh, she has a nice titties and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we fetishize black women, you know, to a max. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I feel like the fact that they... To even mention her looks in a conversation like this was, like, kind of, like, out of pocket. But, like, let's be honest, bro. Like, 
and and in this current Instagram, she's Marino a beautiful era, woman. Simone is attractive. Yeah, we're not we're not like, used to seeing we're not used to seeing uh, what you call it, you know, natural women. So when we do, it was like, oh fuck this bitch. Well, we to me, to me, she looked like another version of uh, Jordan Woods. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 man. Bro, I need to look at Jordan Woods, bro. Don't look, look at Jordan, Jordan Woods every day. Bro. I look at Jordan Woods every day. Don't look at Jordan Woods, bro. They could be like cousins, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You stand on that cliff by yourself. You look at her every day, bro. Wait, wait, wait! You look, you look at her every day. She's on my. Yeah. Po- she's on my popular feed. I, I see her. I'll be seeing her. Oh, okay, her. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to clear that up. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to clear that up. That was crazy. That was crazy. But but shit, but shit, let's not let's not because right now we sound like Twitter right now though. We 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 going into looks right now. Let's talk about the basis of the argument though. She was fucked up for that one. You don't you don't go on you don't go on your on your social platform and you don't go on there with everything going on with the millions of Americans that are losing their jobs right now during during this crisis. One out of four Americans are losing their job right That's now. That's where you messed up though. She didn't go on her. But platform. the thing she is, bro, you could be uh, you could have a you. That's her boss. Bro, you could have a number. She doubled five, down though, man. And make five hundred thousand. I know a nigga that's yeah, like, has a nine to five that's making five hundred thousand just off his job, like no extra income. <laughs> like, bro, pe- people, people don't, people who make five hundred thousand dollars don't work nine to fives, bro. Listen, that's not, like, that's not true, listen, bro. L- listen, listen, that's, that's not, not true. Bro, we need to, we need to change. We need to, listen, listen to me though. Listen, not to me. Many. we need to change the whole nine to five label, bro. Like lawyers, lawyers work a nine to five. Right five right they make three hundred thousand. Yeah, that's true. They work nine to five on paper. What on is paper. they still work a nine to five, bro? That's, that's, that's salary five. work, bro. That's salary work. You can work a nine to five on paper, but you realistically, may... Cam, you know them lawyers, bro. They're traveling. Yeah. They're not working nine to five straight. In yes, they, they are, bro. They five. still work in between right. the time frame, bro. Not, 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 they every they day tra- a week, every day a week, five, five days a week. They work in nine to five. No, they're yes, not. Nah, bro. Nah, as some as, as as someone who's who's uh, who's who's going to law firm uh, law field and worked in a law firm, bro. Them dudes be they uh, not them dudes, but th- those lawyers. They freaking they they do come in nine to five sometimes, but like man said, they be like they travel like fuck, bro. They'll go. To freaking, you know, Paris, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to finish a court case. Like and that. they're, so and not, they're, they've been quote unquote working from home. You know what I'm saying? They still, but, they still, they still have an hourly wage, but it's, uh, it's, it's not a conventional nine to five. Lawyers do not get paid an hourly rage. What is a conventional nine salary. to five, though? Many, 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 many. I'm telling you this as somebody who logged. Log their hours. They get paid by the like you know they get paid by how many hours they work a day. So if they if they go to say they have like work logs, so they'll like go to Paris and work seven and a half hours. But and they, they're, they're race, clocking the flight as the hours. Yeah, and they're hourly they have a laptop on the on the flight. But and but and no, but you can still like, do that, bro. But you have to do within a time frame. It's like if I'm taking the no, flight, no, 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 yes, no. yes, you do, bro. But we know that's not what she was talking about, bro. Come on now. And Nick Cannon asked her, "Would you date a mechanic?" He said no. But see, that's what I, yeah, I, I, I think I agree with like we have to talk about I guess we have to redefine nigga. what nine to five means, but it's like nigga, my mom working nine to five. What what what, what she be at home what, what all the be, time, like 
But what would be the woman's version of the nine to five, like in the entertainment business? Like, it, like if Nick Cannon were to ask a male that question, right? Yeah. What would it be? A starlet stint, a starlet's bartender, or something like that? You, you said a woman. But that's what I'm saying, like, bro. I feel yeah, like a woman, a woman version of like, yeah, a mechanic. I feel like job, a teacher. A teacher. Mm. I feel like those mm, jobs, elementary school teacher. Still, bro, strippers are still nine to five too. Get out Granted, here. they don't Stop. work from no, nine. No, 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 they don't. No, no. no, listen. They can choose they to not go to work and they can still have a job. Nigga, I can do it, that. It, it bro, what do you mean? It would. It wouldn't be. Nine you can do that, bro. What are you talking about? Salary. But what's wrong with the salary? That's what I'm saying. Like, be Simone is saying bullshit. Like, what does that mean, bro? Like, you don't want a nigga that has a base salary. I'm gonna keep it a buck. That's not what she's saying. Gonna, it, it if I'm gonna to marry, do, to me, it, go ahead. If I'm gonna marry a woman, I I definitely want a woman that has a base salary, for sure, because I need to know mm. if everything goes wrong, we can rely on this amount of dollars, and she should expect from me the same, because that's what I'm gonna do. Like I I know that if everything else fails, I can Here, rely here's on my this argument. Here's my parallel argument, and it might be dumb. Let's say there's an attractive white woman. Mm. Would you marry her? No. I would never marry any white woman, nor, nor why, date a white woman. Why would I want to make sure that's known. Why would, why would not? I not date me? Yeah. Because of the cultural difference? <laughs> I w- <laughs> yes. My, yes. My reason is yes. very simple. Yeah, because my- of the cultural difference, right? Right, yes. right, right. Not no. That's what because, B. Simone yeah. is saying, bro. No, no the cultural no. difference of no, no, her of her lifestyle. She never talked about money, bro. She talked about lifestyle. Brother, brother, what brother, does that she, mean? She though? she argument. What does that mean? Like she just talking brother, about. Brother, but then Nick and Abner, bro, she's oh, my My brother, my brother. If I may, my brother. If I may, that three a.m. trap. Plagiarizing, bro. My, my brother, she preferenced the argument in terms of money because she said, "I want you want to go get a flight and go to me." So her argument was based around the, the money as well, though, because she she also talked about somebody having the financial stability to get up and go on a flight with her because just because she wanted to go on. But then she, so also she does, said when he said, "Oh, so he has to be a CEO," she said, "Yes," or on his way there. What the fuck? You can be a CEO. You can a be on your way to be a CEO. Thing. That's a potential thing. Nigga, brother, you can have a working mind be a potential CEO. Huh? Yeah, Nigga, you got to You can be a Come on, y'all. What do you mean, bro? Come I on, work, y'all. bro. I'm about to work Man, in the finance industry, bro. Y'all. Everything is about moving up, bro. So it's like I could be a CFO, COO yeah, and still have a 9 to 5. COOs, bro. I work I worked with freaking the founder, bro, the freaking founder of of Quicken yeah. Loans. Nigga, I Dan, seen this nigga. I the, listen, listen, listen. Man, Gilbert, I seen this nigga. This nigga be clocking in. I see, and that nigga owns. He owns a Cavaliers. I seen this nigga. I work when I was that. Let's agree work. that there is different categories of nine to fives. Then, no, there's, there's not. There's, bro. There's okay, people, there are certain people who get to create their own hours versus somebody telling you you gotta be in on this time, this time, this time, or so you're say that. So say that. So say that. Say, but, but just say, like, because, you you sh- because, because, because when you shit on nine to fives, bro, you're shitting on people like you. You have a nine to five. When, you're shitting like people. On when me. have, when have and people, when have we stopped 
reading between the lines, bro. In the words of Little Wayne, in, in the words of Little Wayne, I can't fuck with broke niggas. I can't trust the no. Yeah, he said something. About I can't fuck. With but just because you work, work Chris but just because you work a nine to five no. doesn't mean you broke. And just because you work a nine to five doesn't mean you have you don't have a hustler's mindset. That doesn't the mean that. Overarching thing, the overarching thing about B Simone's point was she was being mad classes, bro. Mad yes. classes. Yes. If yeah. You if you don't That's see true. that. She was basically saying, I'm not fucking with no, like, you know, that she said all that to basically say in, in the most political way possible, but she, I guess she, she just missed the point. She wanted to say she's not fucking with no broke niggas. And you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't agree with that, but also let's question some of these rappers who say they don't want to fuck with broke bitches, because there's a lot of it. Drake always talks about, I should have put you something, he always talks about sending you back to the hood. Like, he always, that's Drake's shit. Like, y'all don't make me send you back to the hood. So I'm saying let's have the same attitude towards Drake. But also, let's also state the fact that, yo, she was wrong. She was wrong, bro. She was wrong. Like, maybe, like, you, you got you to gotta admit, like, that was, like, but that was why, mad for why, why, why is it wrong for people to have a financial preference? It's not the same that, reason why it, it's not, no, 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 no. It's not that, I mean, I agree. because love one, love, if we talk about, but I'm not gonna if, be attracted to a woman living in the slums, maybe. Okay, but man, like, but, man, but that's okay you though, can't, you because can't. Mar- bro, marriage is rooted. That's an institution, bro. Marriage is rooted in, bro. I, I think I said this last podcast, bro. Marriage is rooted in, <laughs> in money. Like you did, like yeah. marriage was used to contract your power, obligation. bro. Yeah, it's 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 rooted in consolidating power. So of course you shouldn't want to marry somebody that you feel like you can't grow with, or like, bro, if both of y'all are are I, never mind, I don't want to do that. But anyway, marriage is rooted in consolidating power. So I understand yeah. what B Simone is saying, but at the end of the day, I don't think that her what she was conveying really express what she truly meant like i think it was wrong because you can be financially free working a nine to five that's just a traditional job bro 90 percent of the jobs on the market are quote unquote nine to five because it's just traditional you clock in you have hours salary whatever benefits that's solid bro that's solid to build a family with so it's like her being her she just she should have just stuck with I want someone who's entrepreneur. I have no problem with that. But it should not be rooted in, I don't want a nigga that has a nine to five because he doesn't understand my lifestyle. Nigga, yeah, I do. Yeah. But I have a degree in fucking finance. I'm I'm not yeah, about health, to go start a fucking insurance. bank. I'm about to, yeah, like, bro, I'm finna get this life insurance. I'm, yeah, not health insurance. I'm about to get this health insurance. I'm about to get this dental. I'm about to get this eye care. Like, bro, I'm chilling. Yeah, so yeah. I think it, it she twisted her her thinking like just because you have a nine to five does not make you an entrepreneur and vice versa like you can be you can have a nine to five and be an entrepreneur you could be an entrepreneur and not have a nine to five you could be both you could be none so you could be one or the other it doesn't so, matter it should have been rooted in she wants an entrepreneur or shit someone so how, in much, a, how much responsibility how much responsibility do we put on nick cannon for pressing the issue after she said I want an entrepreneur. You said, uh, I'm a, I, what do you mean? Like, are we are we saying it's Nick Cannon's fault for her saying that? I'm saying Nick Cannon talked her into a hole. I mean, bro, but that, but you can't. For bro, sure, that's what interviews are, for though, sure. bro. That's what yeah. interview. 
That's Charlamagne would have did the same thing. Though. Charlamagne did that with Joe Biden. Well, he didn't. Joe Biden is Joe Biden is openly uh, just went out there and said uh, that shit. But that's what interviews <laughs> are. Like we want to, we want to get, we want to, we want to get into the psyche of people and get into these thought processes of other people that we look up to as be someone and shit like that. Like, you know, she. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who she was, but I know for a fact she has a strong following on social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, but like similar to all these other stuff that's going on, a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, public figures, black and white. Latino, Asian, whatever. A lot, a lot of them are tone deaf. Of course, Nick Cannon. Yo, he just dropped out. Yeah, that's nigga. My friend poop. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm not about to do this so many times. So many well, more times. This um, was the MLK Boulevard. Um, should I just wrap it we up? We call right? it the yeah. MLK Boulevard <laughs> podcast because we hope to bring you. A black ass experience. Wait, I said that wrong, didn't I? Nah, you said it right. And that was one of those <laughs> because we just kept having to restart and start over and restart and start over. So if in this episode there's lagging or if there's doesn't make sense how I edited uh-huh. it together. Oh, this nigga, you know, this nigga bro, 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 why does why does this keep he's doing back. this, bro? Why does this keep doing this? Listen. I'm wrapping wait, wait, up we, the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're wrapping up. We will talk about... No, we no, talk no. about we, 6 9 yeah, we take that next, next week. Time, yeah, we'll talk about 6 9 next week. I'm I'm an Aquarius, so I'm talked out, bro. Um, Damn, bro. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, Cam. But, guys, come back next week. That's more initiative for the people to come back next week. Like, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, rate us on whatever mm-hmm. app you use. We're everywhere. Spotify, you probably, you probably more than likely listen to this on Apple Music. Thank you. Leave us little five stars at the bottom. All that. Yeah, We'll see yeah, you next we didn't... week. Yeah, right, Manny, hey, what the hell? Hey. <laughs> Manny, I had a... Hold on, because this is, this is side afterthought. A wrap I had a girl... No, it's wrapped up, yeah. right? Your favorite rappers want to be me I do their streaming numbers with the vinyl and the CD Selling boy, you know I'm in the toy When you see me, you see me Got the lamb in my name like CD I put food in the oven and I ain't talking CD That blue magic had a junkie shooting like 3D My neck look 3D Cause S sitting next to the VD